This is Fire News Now, bringing you news and information from around the fire service. Proudly brought to you by the NEP Media Network, it's Wednesday, March 2nd, 2022. I'm Jim Molesky. South Metro Colorado firefighters responded to a reported medical emergency at an Arapo County home Saturday night, only to find a much more serious situation. Fire officials said there were between 100 and 150 people attending a party at a house on East Princeton Place in Quincy when a portion of the first floor collapsed into the basement. Firefighters immediately began searching the home and were able to quickly confirm no one was trapped. Three people were taken to the hospital, one in serious condition, and two others with minor injuries. South Metro Fire PIO Eric Hurst spoke to CBS Denver from the scene. We saw a lot of people out in the street. Some of them were pretty panicked. So the crew changed into rescue mode. It was possible for people to evacuate that way. It was also possible for people to evacuate out of egress windows in the basement. And it's something to be cognizant of. If it's a situation where it seems like there's overcrowding in any situation, it's best to avoid that. After confirming that all occupants were out of the house, fire crews worked to secure a gas leak and to shore up the home so it didn't collapse further. A young Arkansas firefighter was killed Saturday morning after he was struck by an 18-wheeler while assisting at the scene of a car accident. Jason Lang, who had joined the West Memphis Fire Department only in December, was on his way to an EMT class in Pine Bluff. While en route, Lang came upon an accident along Interstate 40 and stopped to help. A passing truck hit Lang, killing him. James Goodwin from the Arkansas Fire Training Academy spoke to Memphis CBS affiliate WREG about the tragic loss. Well, this law enforcement, firefighters, EMS, we're all brothers and sisters. We've all lost a brother today. Brilliant young man. He had a, had a big, long career ahead of him, I do believe, in the fire service. It'd be a huge void. You know, when we walk in and see that empty desk with a name tag there. Uh, but, you know, and it, it, but it will be minor in comparison to the void that his family and his fire department family is going to have you know, for the years to come. Lang was only one week away from finishing his EMT training. Lang had previously served in the Coralville, Iowa Fire Department. He was only 20 years old. Three Oakland, California firefighters were injured when their ladder trucks smashed into an apartment building in the Adams Point neighborhood Saturday afternoon. It happened just after 12.45 p.m. as fire crews were responding to a reported structure fire. An engine company with its lights and sirens activated managed to safely get through the intersection of Grand Avenue and Perkins Street, but as truck four was reaching the intersection just behind them, a car pulled out, causing them to swerve and crash into the building. Oakland Battalion Chief Chris Landry spoke to San Francisco Fox affiliate KTVU2 from the scene. They were responding code three with lights and sirens to a reported structure fire when the accident occurred. We're going to look into everything that occurred in this and ensure that it never happens again. And we want to make sure that we keep our citizens safe as well as our firefighters. Five firefighters were on the truck when the accident occurred. Three were transported to the hospital with injuries but were released later that night. No injuries were reported in the building. The reported fire that units were responding to turned out to be an odor of smoke due to electrical work being done in a building, but not an actual fire. And now a word from NEP Services. NEP Services presents Adapt or Die. the 2022 Adapt or Die Conference. Adapt or Die. Advanced communications training for leaders and emergency responders. With an incredible lineup of speakers from the worlds of public safety, organized labor, politics, and beyond. Adapt or Die. And introducing keynote speaker, Cody Gandy 
from Jocko Willick and Leif Babin's Echelon Front. Now, when I first came on board, I heard Jocko and Leif talking about default aggressive. Immediately registered with me because in the Marine Corps, we utilize the bias for action. And now, bias for action, what that meant was to be aggressive. Aggressive in every single thing that we did. March 10th to 11th, 2022 at the Mirage in Las Vegas. Visit www.neptraining.org for more information and to register. And now back to the news. Polk County, Florida fire officials are worrying that forced overtime in their agency has reached unhealthy levels. Polk County Fire Rescue currently has around 60 paramedic and firefighter vacancies, forcing first responders to regularly work mandatory overtime shifts. In January, an average of 23 Polk County Fire Rescue workers were forced to work overtime on any given day. Polk County IFF Local 3531 President Lee Stringer spoke to Tampa's ABC Action News about the situation. This is the most amount of vacancies I've ever seen. Basically, after a 24-hour shift of running emotional calls, hard calls, stressful calls, whatever you want to look at it, instead of going home to your family members to, to comfort you or to try to get your mind off what's going on, you're told, Sorry, you got to do another 24 hours. We've actually lost a bunch in January and we've lost a couple more today. I'm also hoping that through negotiations, we can better our contract and create more benefits and create better pay and try to attract more people also. Polk County officials have announced a new $1.2 million plan to recruit and retain firefighters. The union representing Alexandria, Virginia's firefighters is the state's first public employees union in more than four decades to win a seat at the bargaining table. Collective bargaining for public employees had been barred in Virginia since 1977 following a ruling by the state Supreme Court. But a state law passed last year allows counties, cities, and towns to adapt ordinances to recognize bargaining units and negotiate contracts with them. Alexandria was the first city to adopt the ordinance following the law's passage. Alexandria Professional Firefighters IFF Local 2141 President Josh Turner spoke to WDVM about the importance of the move. Firefighters and paramedics have always wanted a say and a seat at the table to talk about the services that are provided in the community. And for workers in Virginia in the public sector, that's a big important issue. We've always fallen behind the region, regionally with compensation, hours worked, staffing. For us, this is an official opportunity to sit at the table and talk about these issues. For them, change was needed and it was time for a change. And I think their overwhelming support says, hey, as workers, we want to be a part of the solution, not just be here as part of the problem. Turner says they hope to tackle compensation and staffing issues in negotiations. And finally, a Missouri volunteer firefighter has been deployed to Europe with the U.S. Army amid the Russian invasion of Ukraine. The mother of the 21-year-old soldier and Crystal City firefighter doesn't know where her son Devin is going in Europe, but says her family has received the full backing of the community as he heads overseas. Devin's family is asked not to use their last name to protect his safety. Devin's father, Patrick, is also a volunteer firefighter and told KMOV he has already heard from several people looking to send his son care packages. That's the biggest thing, is not knowing what's going on. We don't know what he's going to be doing. Is it going to be a war involving us? Or are we just over there to help? Are we trying to get the Americans out of Ukraine? We really don't know. I've been getting messages and phone calls about if they can send care packages. And I, like I told them at this time, we don't know where he's at. He don't even have an address. Devin's mother asked the community to pray for the safety of her son and all of the soldiers while they're deployed. Just say prayers for everybody involved, all of our troops, all of the people, the citizens of Ukraine and all the other countries involved in this. Just keep everybody in your prayers. 
From the NEP Media Network, this is the March 2nd, 2022 edition of Fire News Now. Remember to follow and download Fire News Now wherever you get your favorite podcasts. You can also reach us at nep.news at nepservices.com. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next time.